So the Jazz win it. We'll have a post-game guest. It's Juancho Hernan Gomez. How are you, Juancho? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, congratulations on the end of a regular season. And really, for you, it's got to be a crazy season. You told me at one point you think you're going to play some teams five or six times and now you got traded. Yeah, yeah. It's been crazy, but that's how that's how it is, you know. Uh, I keep enjoying every single day. I love too much basketball. Even when the journey is like that, um, I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed to play the, the sport I love and to, you know, to wake up and do that every single morning. So I'm, I'm so happy. What do you think you've brought this team? Because we've commented on the air. It, to us, from the outside, it's just wildly obvious the impact you're having and how different you are than what this team had before. What, do you, what are you trying to bring? Energy, you know. Uh, I mean, I don't try to bring anything that I am not as a player. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time, and I know who I am as a player. So I just try to compete every single time, energy, uh, play hard, play aggressive. And, and you know, nights like that, uh, you bring all the efforts I put in, all the work I put in. We comment on the cutting. This team has not had cutters until you came. I mean, uh, you know, it's a different way they play, but uh, today I got a couple of cuts uh, from Hassan. Uh, you know, he's looking for me. Even with, with Mike, I'm, uh, I'm playing like that. And as, as the time is going and the chemistry is going better and better, it's going to be easy. So we try to uh, get the, the easy game for us. It's, it's just that's, yeah, like that. Basketball is not that complicated. My memory is that you've played in two playoff series but played very limited. How excited do you have a major role in a playoff series? I mean, uh, you know, everybody, every player have to be ready. Even uh, when I play in Denver, every player were ready. Even if you don't play, you got to bring your energy, bring, the, bring your juice, and, you know, it's playoff time. Uh, so let's enjoy it unless it's game time now. And do you, how do you feel the team is going into the playoffs? Uh, for sure. we got to keep it up. Uh, now it's, it's what it, all it matters, and everybody got to be on point. Uh, trust each other. Uh, don't forget to have fun and um, keep it rolling. And when was the first time you ever played Luca? I don't know. I was super young. I think I was 17. And <laughs> he started playing with 14. He started getting pro and, and he, he, he's a special. But uh, we are not afraid of him. Uh, he's one of my best friends. But, you know, on the court, uh, everybody, everybody fight. And I think we've shared this story about Wancho. We think everyone's your best friends. The fact that you could run for mayor in San Antonio after spending seven days there told us all we need to know about you. I appreciate Pleasure that. Pleasure to have appreciate you with that. us now. Look forward to seeing the playoffs, and thanks for a great game today. Thank you so much. Thank appreciate you. that. Wancho Hernan Gomez. Okay, Mr. Pelton. He just said something that we all should know. He said, basketball is not that complicated. It is a simple game. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> so who makes the game complicated? The You're players, saying we do? The players and geeks. <laughs> I got two of them standing right here next to me. I, I think the, you know, 12 assistant coaches. And you're okay. Have, we got have them Wait, three guys got fired? <laughs> he said he's got one. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, hey, Tim McComb, Jake Scott, how are you? going on guys Sounds nice to fun. get a, another you know win out of the road there you know why because basketball is simple yeah i mean it's not for geeks either by the way the utah jazz now hold the western conference record for most consecutive years in the playoffs the utah jazz are the only team in the nba over the last six years to have not lost 38 games in a season i know we all want the final goal but i'll vote for six months of really awesome entertainment every year too 
I just love that they're you know they're relevant. They get to the the playoffs, and you know as Quinn said it all year long. Last year they took the the road of winning, you know the West. This year it, it's been a challenge. We talked about it in the pregame, but um, excited that we're finally through eighty two. And uh, let's flip the switch, get the playoffs. Interesting what happened in Dallas tonight. We'll follow that with Luca, but uh, Dallas Utah would be that'll be a heck of a series. Well, it's gonna be interesting to watch. Like the Jazz coaches, this all happened in the second half. Jazz coaches and players don't notice. Right right when we came out for the second half is when Luca got hurt. So they'll go back to the, you know, the internet is the internet. They, they, they're going to all find out right now. That's yeah, going to be a really interesting thing to watch the locker room where they're all going to be buzzing around. Let's go get Dallas. Hey, by the way, Luca got hurt tonight. Like, whoo. It's going to be a wild little now. Who knows? You know, shortest calf injury was... Three games, I'm pretty sure. You know, here's the interesting other one on that. They play really slow. And I don't know if that means you can play slow if you're not, you're got a calf strain. But they're not an up and down running team. So maybe Luka can try to work his way back faster than some other people maybe. Yeah, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. The last couple games against them, their length, you know, their length is a little bit of an issue. Um, the Jazz just, you know, just got to continue to execute on the offensive side. Uh, I thought Rudy... Gobert was great tonight. I was I was actually hoping he'd get out of the game quick after I saw the Luka news. I didn't want to see anything crazy happen. I think their their wings is is a is a problem for the Jazz and not you know not just the three point shooting. I think their defensive wings are, are a problem there for the Jazz as well. Nothing that the Jazz can't handle though. I promise you this. If you listen to Locked On Jazz all week long, you'll have a really good feel for what's going on. You think I might dive in a little bit? Just a touch. (laughs) Though it's really interesting, the four games that the two teams played, two of them aren't relevant. Right? The game without Rudy Gobert is not relevant, and the game without Luka Doncic isn't relevant. Well, there's a lot of games this season that weren't relevant. I mean, a number of times we sat here, and who's not playing, who's not playing. That's what makes the playoffs all the more intriguing, too. It actually is also what makes the other two games super relevant because the other two games, both teams were really pretty much at full strength. The Jazz rotation in the 111-103 loss was Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, Boyan Bogdanovich, Rudy Gobert with Clarkson, House, Whiteside, and Gay instead of Hernan Gomez, but really virtually the same rotation, whereas the Mavericks in that game did not have Jalen Brunson, but I'm not sure that that's the worst thing for them. Because Jalen Brunson is a not very not a very good defensive player, and the length we just talked about when Brunson's off the floor is not as much of a problem for the Jazz. So Brunson's a funky player for the Mavericks in this series because he can really cause us problems bogarting guys in the lane offensively, one-on-one just driving, but he also is a defensive liability for them because he's not nearly as long as their other players. All right, we got plenty of time to talk about this. We can we let do. you guys take the post-game show. Thank you guys very much. And hey, Jake gr- Scott and Tim Lacombe, thank you very much for 82. Well, at least Jake Scott did 82 games. That was like 60, oh, 65 or something wow. like that. Wow. <laughs> little blow on the way out no, the door. seriously, thank you guys. I, uh, I used to do your job with the Sonics, and I know that's a lot of work and a lot of nights, and uh, I very much, uh, and I did with the Jazz as well, so I very much appreciate um, the effort you guys put in. It's been great to have you doing it. And uh, thank you very much. And let's, let's go do it for a month or two. Yeah, let's do it some more. We appreciate it. That's nice of you, David. Thank you very much. Great job to you guys, too. Yeah, Boone, you're okay, too. <laughs> oh, <thank laughs> All right, you. <laughs> Safe travels. What 1180 is your final Jazz wrap-up of regular season. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. 
Jazz game, excuse me, game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jay Scott coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz win tonight, 111 to 80 over the Portland Trailblazers. A lot happened tonight. The Jazz now the fifth seed in the Western Conference. They will take on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, unsure of uh, the status of Luka Doncic. We can talk about that tonight. He, he left the game with calf strain. But one thing we do know, not only did the Jazz win tonight, but they will play game one against Dallas on Saturday morning, 11 a.m. tip, 10 o'clock pregame. Game one, Dallas Jazz. Makes me so happy that the Jazz uh, are going to play that early game on a Saturday. It's awesome. A little playoff brunch? Yeah, get up, not have a whole lot of time to do yard work and all that stuff to get hunkered down. Oh, no. Man, that's a great schedule. Great one. And, you know, they don't play on Easter, which would conflict with some plans, I'm sure, for some folks around here. So, man, that works out uh, pretty darn well. This is Jazz Mavericks, first-round series Saturday at 11. As for tonight, Coach, uh, most importantly, Rostradamus was correct. How about that? Uh, every game this year when the Utah Jazz score 111 more points in a game, Jazz app users <clears throat> score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the very next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash scorebig to learn more. Our post-game interview, Juancho Hernan Gomez sinks the three. They did get everybody that free roast beef. Rostradamus strikes, <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> Thank you. That that was nice. Thank you, Wancho. Needed that trail three in the worst way. Uh, I thought he played great tonight, by the way. I thought he was awesome and, you know, talked about what he brings to the team, his ability to cut. Uh, but I really liked his shooting from the perimeter, yep. and that shot in particular was very nice. For 22 me. tonight for Wancho, eight rebounds, two assists. And then to your point, Coach, he was four of seven from three, eight of 14 from the floor, cutting grabbing offensive boards and playing hard. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I think his, uh, you know, his intellect, his mindset coming into games, he's not out there trying to, to do too much, just trying to really help. And uh, you can take uh, a four for seven from three, a couple free throw, uh, eight rebounds, man, that, that stuff is invaluable. And uh, Hernan Gomez has been, he's been a pleasant surprise. I mean, he's kind of throw in the end of that trade, but, He's a guy I could see sticking around. 18 tonight for Rudy Gobert to go along with 13 rebounds. Mike Conley had 14. Jared Butler had 11 off the bench. How about our guy Jordan Clarkson missing a double-double by one point? I would have thought one rebound, but one point. He had nine points, 11 boards, and four assists. Three steals, too, for Jordan. He couldn't, you know, his shot wasn't going tonight. He was one for eight from three, but this is just the Jordan Clarkson we've really kind of grown to like, I think. Before, he was either making shots or he wasn't. But he really has taken uh, and given a lot of attention to the defensive side, done a better job guarding, uh, being in gaps, driven balls away, and tonight rebounding. For him to get 11 rebounds, three of those offensive. And while I'm talking rebounding, you know, the Jazz just absolutely demolished, which is what you'd hope for, uh, this Bla- Trailblazers team, 60-32 to 32 wow. on the glass. How about that? And 15 of those 60 rebounds on the offensive side. The guy's really hungry tonight, did a great job 
of finishing possessions, finishing plays. And, of course, Rudy's 13 is your master of the glass, but not by far. Jordan had uh, 11. Master of the glass brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, a local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader, who no doubt was Rudy Gobert. But uh, we'll have a total for you for game one of the playoffs. How about that? Your final, Jazz beat the Blazers. 82 games now in the books. They win 111-80. to We will, uh, with that, we'll say goodnight to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way. Playoff basketball, game one, Saturday morning. Tip-off will be at 11 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got got, uh, post-game sound for you coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. is at zero and another Utah Jazz game is in the books this is the Jazz Post Game Show. Underhand scoop to Conley fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz game night post game show Jazz Radio Network Jake Scott coach Tim LaCombe post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru Is campaign Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share MarkMillerSubaru.com. Jazz victorious tonight, 111-80 over the Portland Trailblazers. We'll get you back to Portland let you hear from Coach Quinn Snyder uh, coming up here momentarily. But with the Jazz win, they are the fifth seed in the Western Conference, and uh, it's official. They will take on Dallas, the fourth seed, and the playoffs will get started on Saturday morning, 11 a.m. tip. Uh, 10 a.m. pregame, and I'm sure we'll remind everybody of that uh, a few times throughout the show. But uh, uh, if you're just joining us, Luka Doncic left the game in the second half for the Mavericks with a strained calf. We're not so sure, uh, we're not sure how severe it is. Could be minor. Uh, Rudy Gobert had a similar injury and missed uh, two weeks, a little over two weeks. So you don't know. But uh, obviously, uh, Luka just kind of uh, uh, critical to what Dallas does as a team. Yeah, he's so big. I mean. Everything that they do, you know, revolves around him. I think it's obvious. Uh, one of the best five players in the league, and you know, everything he he just sets up so many things. So yeah, it'll be interesting to watch what happens there. Um, I was reading something on calf strains, and it can be something with a couple of days rest, be good to go if if it's not that significant. But like you said, it could be it can be scary too if if it's bad. Watched the play. It was a non-contact play. He kind of jumped up in the air, came down. Um, so, yeah, we'll just kind of watch for what comes out of Dallas. But that certainly will have a huge impact on the series. Well, it's also something that can linger. So we'll we'll see yeah, how, that, aggravated. Yeah, how that goes. I mean, you know, an ankle is something entirely different or a hamstring uh, is something entirely different. But we saw Donovan and Mike Conley last year that uh, were hindered by a couple of injuries. So there's a lot of question marks now surrounding uh, Luka Doncic, but I'll tell you what, I, I like the jazz in that matchup with or without Luka. I think, you know, you come up with a game plan to uh, do what you can against him defensively. And, um, you know, we've seen some battles, but, uh, I, I would certainly give the jazz the talent advantage. Uh, even though Luka might be the best player on the floor, I would give top to bottom jazzy advantage from an overall talent standpoint. It'll be unique because right out of the, the shoots, the jazz will be able to kind of play with lineups, uh, see what works. You know, we've talked all year long that they've got multiple guys that can kind of come in and help. 
in different scenarios. I think Wancho's in that category for sure. Um, but more length, more size, more skill, and that was really kind of the objective coming into this season after last year. All right, in the win tonight, let's uh, check out the points in the paint brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. The Jazz tonight, points in the paint, uh, dominated 52-36. to 36. Pretty amazing. Jazz uh, whooped up on Portland in most categories tonight. That that rebounding number is just wild, 60-32. to 32. That's amazing. But not a surprise Jazz would donate, uh, dominate in the paint. Let's go back to Portland. It's time to hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Obviously, game got off to a little bit of a slow start, but you guys were Yeah, you know, we started out sometimes, well, I think we were maybe one of 18 from three. Maybe that's too extreme. Um, I don't, I know we weren't making many, um, but I thought we did a pretty good job of getting back. We were defending. Um, you know, I, I thought sometimes in those situations, guys try to do a little too much um, on their own uh, against the set defense. And once the ball started moving more and we started running, when we run, the, the impact of that is, uh, you know, there's a ripple effect to us throwing the ball ahead and, and being spaced. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're able to get in the lane. We, we weren't, we went, we, we didn't break the paint for long periods of time. And then we're just a lot easier to guard. And I, I thought that uh, that improved. And we haven't played a team that switched one through five in a while. Well, I thought it took us a little while to get our bigs really rolling and getting all the way to the rim, well, as opposed to being in the middle of the lane where it becomes hard for us to penetrate. So figured a little bit of that out. And uh, you know, I thought our focus and competitiveness was there. You know, I, it's been, you know, over the last week, you're trying to figure out who you're going to play. I don't, I don't think there's, you know, teams are different where it's kind of, I don't know that there's a preference in any way, shape or form. Uh, but as far as Dallas, specifically our opponent, uh, you know, they're formidable. We have, you know, tons of respect for uh, their program. Obviously, uh, Luca is unique, and you know he's the kind of player that you know is capable of putting the team on his back. And when I say that, you know he he can do that a lot of different ways. Uh, you know, Finney Smith, the way he's shooting the ball, defending. You know, Spencer's played terrific against us. Um, you know, Jalen Brunson, you would say he was underrated a while ago, but. Um, you know, I think you talk to coaches and players, they wouldn't have said that. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's a, he's a really, really good player and efficient and, and hard to guard. Um, you kind of go down the line, you know, Powell and pick and roll defense and Colbert spaces the floor. So there's, there's, you know, Reggie Bullock will make you remember him because he was the last time we played him, he didn't miss. So, uh, you know, they're, they're a very solid team. It plays excellent team defense. They're well coached. Uh, 
you know, and they've got an elite player, which is something in the playoffs that's always, you know, always unique. So we've got a work cut out for us, but I, I feel like this is, um, we've been through a lot this year, you know, on a, on a lot of levels. And, you know, I think it's seasoned us in some ways, um, really over the course of, it doesn't seem like it's been three years. It seems like it's maybe three calendar years, but, you know, one, one season, you know, I think our team's grown a lot and we'll get a chance to, uh, you know, to play. That's all we can ask for. And, you know, everybody will have their opinions about everything. We just got to go perform and compete and execute and, you know, hopefully good things happen. Yeah, I, I think, you know, to expand on that, you know, us playing our best basketball, being being the best version of ourselves at the end of the year, um, it, it's clear to me that that's a function of the strength of our team. You know, we talked, it was like a decade ago about the strength of the team is the team. And to the extent that we embrace that, um, that's when we're at our best, you know, when we're able to, you know, on both ends of the floor. So I, I think, you know, we've got a group that uh, got some very talented players and, but our, our, ultimately our strength is that the whole can be greater than some of the parts. And that's how we've got to play. I think it's just experience, you know, and, you know, being aware, I, I think being self-aware, you know, you know, knowing who you are, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, uh, you know, and, and preparing for some of those things, you know, it's, uh, you know, that that's been a part of this year that, you know, we felt there's, there's key things for us that, um, that are going to be important for us to have success in the playoffs and um, they're important throughout the course of the year, but, you know, playoff basketball, you know, it, it, it evolves, it's different. And so, you know, th those are things that have been talked about and focused on. And um, I don't want to get into exactly what they are, but um, you know, the, they're, they're not a mystery, put it that way, but, you know, those are things that from day one that we've talked about and worked on so that, you know, we'll be in the best position regardless of who we play to, uh, to be able to execute against certain things that we know we're going to see. That's good to hear them say that. It means we've done our job on the year. I think you prepare, um, you know, to the best of your ability, you know, like, um, obviously you, you prepare for Luca. Um, you know, I think, 
you know, the best players are great competitors. And uh, I think that's, you know, you, you prepare for who you expect to play and you adjust, you know, accordingly. But, uh, you know, I feel good about, you know, where we're at from a health standpoint. I know, you know, Trent's loss is a bigger loss than people realize. Um, but hopefully at some point, if, you know, we're, we're doing what we want to be doing. Maybe we get him back. Um, and as far as I think it's preparing for Dallas is not just preparing for Luca. Um, you know, they've, they've taken their game, I think, to another level. And we've felt that particularly with, with, with Spencer and his ability to make plays. Um, you know, Finney Smith is, you know, is an elite defender who, you know, is, is a knockdown shooter. So they're, they're more than just Luca. Obviously he, he makes them go, he makes other people better, um, you know, but they're, they're an excellent team. And I think they've gotten better as the season got, has gone on too. Do you have an idea yet of what the next couple of days look like in terms of off days rest, starting preparation right away? What, what is your mind about? You know, that, that'll be something we'll talk about um, as a staff here pretty quick. It's, it's, you don't want to get ahead of yourselves. Um, this is the first time in a while that we've actually known who we're going to play. Um, so that changes it. You know, last year you're, you're waiting for some of the other results of, uh, of other games to determine who you're going to play. So your, your preparation's more general than that. In that sense, I think some of it, you know, like to get going on some of the, the mental aspects of the game. Um, and I think it's also important, you know, we, we've probably had the toughest march of any team in the league as far as, uh, you know, road, schedule, home for a game, out again. Uh, so I think it's good for us to, you know, to take a deep breath and, you know, recharge a little bit emotionally. Uh, we've obviously, you know, had some games that, uh, be it Golden State, Memphis, uh, Phoenix most recently that, you know, you, I think we expended a lot of emotional energy um, and particularly given, you know, the way those games were played, how competitive they were, what the results were. Um, but I, I think, I think, honestly, I think those are opportunities for us to get better and uh, we'll focus on some of those things relative to ourselves and uh, you know, and then at the appropriate time, you know, really begin to think about Dallas focusing on ourselves to a large degree, uh, you know, me, means kind of regenerating, you know, and I think that's important both mentally, uh, physically, and then sometimes forgotten is, you know, an emotional component um, that, you know, when we talk about guys being tired, oftentimes, you know, fatigue is something that uh, it isn't just, you know, your legs, you know, it's your brain and your heart and, all the different things that kind of determine whether or not you're excited for the day. So I think we're excited for the playoffs. It's something that, um, you know, we've been preparing for, not to discount the regular season, but, um, you know, I, I don't think there's any mystery, particularly given, you know, last year. Uh, you know, there, there's been a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, dialogue about this team over the course of the regular season, uh, which is, 
to be expected, but we haven't been healthy. Um, we're healthy now. And to me, that's, we haven't had that in a couple of years. In two years, we were playing without Boyan. You know, last year, Donovan, you know, wasn't 100%. And then we lost Mike for a good stretch. So some of that stuff you can't control, but I feel good about the fact that we're, our, we're where we are right now. Uh, you know, and that, that we have a group understandably other than Trent that that is healthy going into the playoffs you know hopefully that you know stays consistent but I know we've got a team that is, has been you know looking forward to this so we'll play it out and see where it goes and everybody's got their own expectations about you know how far we need to go who we need to be you know we're, we're going to continue to hear all that stuff and it really doesn't matter you know just like the regular season doesn't matter you know, it's about being in the moment. And that's where I want to stay. I think that's where we are. Um, you know, it's been challenging to do that at various times this year, um, but I do believe we've been able to do it. And I think our team's better right now than we were a month ago. Okay. All right, there you go. That's Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Certainly interesting thoughts uh, on uh, the future opponent, Dallas Mavericks, starting Saturday. 11 a.m. Uh, tip-off. We'll get to Coach Lacombe's thoughts on what we just heard from Coach Snyder. Coming up next, post-game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru in the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. 111-80 is your final. The Jazz beat the Blazers. More straight ahead right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show, Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jazz beat the Blazers tonight, 111 to 80. But of course, the uh, big news the Jazz will have the fifth seed in the playoffs. They'll take on the fourth seed, which is the Dallas Mavericks. It'll start Saturday morning, 11 a.m. And we're not sure of the status of Luka Doncic as he left the game tonight uh, with a strained calf. And uh, we'll, I'm sure, see updates going forward, but that's not a good sign, certainly for Dallas. But uh, a team that, uh, and you heard Coach Snyder talking about it, it's a good team that can give the Jazz problems. No, they they can give you Jazz problems in a lot of different ways. Uh, switch a lot, length. I've seen that give Jazz trouble. They do a great job of protecting the rim. Um and then they've got some tough guys, Reggie Bullock and, and Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, certainly guys that they kind of mix it up. So uh, it, it's the, the stage is set. I found it interesting that Quinn, you know, in that last, his last little statement there said, you know, regular se- season doesn't mean anything. And, you know, I think that's, that's the message I felt all along is this team's really been focused on trying to, you know, tweak some things, get to that point where you get to the, the playoffs and then, you know, you flip the lights on and so hopefully that's what happens but it'll be a great series i mean right out of the shoot to be able to play the mavericks and luca and my my expectation luke will be there like you said who knows how effective he'll be and will there be a, a chance to re-aggravate that thing um you know that's all stuff we can sit back and watch coach talked about uh, he almost seemed relieved he talked about his own team saying they haven't been healthy in the playoffs for a couple of years and they're healthy now and that was ultimately the goal. I mean, when we think about, uh, you know, Mike Conley and back-to-backs and, 
you know, we talk about Rudy's calf strain or uh, or uh, Bogdanovich's calf strain. They were extremely careful with those types of injuries, uh, making sure that players were right before 100% before bringing them back, those sorts of things. And, and you would hope that that pays off for this Jazz club because this season was a roller coaster. But last year, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that last year was done in due to injuries in the playoffs. And the year before against uh, against Denver in the bubble, I mean, if they have Bogdanovich, how does that go? I mean, he's so important to this team. So the Jazz being healthy is a huge, huge deal. And something we've talked about all year long, you know, uh, people got caught up in them losing seeding and all that, but really the most important thing, you, you certainly want a matchup you can be successful in. I think the Jazz have that, uh, but you need your health. And I agree with you. I think they've done a great job this year of dealing with it, taking care of guys. I liked Donovan and Boyan sitting out tonight. I really did. There was no need uh, for them to be out there, and I was you know, hoping they would get Gobert out of there in the fourth quarter because I didn't want to see anything crazy happen like we saw in Dallas. No, they got Gobert some work in the fourth quarter. They got everybody a little work in the fourth quarter. Gobert actually played 30 minutes tonight. Mike Conley played uh, 26. So Royce O'Neal played 27. So... Uh, let's see, Jordan Clarkson, 29, looking at rotational guys, mostly in the 20s. Rudy was uh, at 30. Rudy had 18 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, the Jazz were led by Juancho Hernan Gomez, who had 22 tonight, and i got to imagine he's got himself a playoff rotation spot. Yeah, I would have to think so. Um, and certainly what Quinn has said all year long is matchups will kind of dictate that. But what we do know is in that kind of that stretch four, three, three, four spot, the Jazz have some really good options. Um, you know, and last year, I think, you know, George Yang was a great regular season guy and the playoffs came and, and the Jazz just didn't have anywhere to go. I don't think that's the case this year. I think they've got Hernan Gomez. They've certainly, you know, Bojan will kind of start in that group, but you got him and you got uh, Rudy Gay and Eric Pascal. So guys who have played lots of games, lots of minutes and kind of know what you're going to get. All right. It's time to go uh, back to Portland and hear from Mike Conley. Um, we know it's going to be a tough, it's a tough matchup. Dallas is a really good team. They've been playing really well this, uh, this year. And obviously, you know, you start with Luca and, and what he's capable of doing. And I'm sure we'll be, you know, spinning our wheels, trying to figure out different ways to attack and defend and all that. But, um, we're excited, you know, we are excited because, you know, it's the best time of year for us, the time we wait for, the time that we've, you know, all had to, you know, sacrifice for and um, we get to play against one of the better teams in the league. It's been for a while now. What's you guys being at your best? Kind of like over where you feel like that's kind of... It's weird because... You know, if you asked me, you know, a month ago, I'd be like, we, we, we've got, you know, a long way to get to where we're trying to get to. And the last week or so, we've played more playoff intensity basketball than we've had, you know, all year. And um, <clears throat> they haven't all resulted in wins. They've resulted in a few games where, they, you know, teams have come back and won against us. And if you look at the Phoenix game in particular, um, we played, you know, a really, really good, you know, portion of that game. And, outside of the, the fourth quarter and uh, second half of that fourth quarter. But, you know, 
we're doing a lot of good things and it's getting overshadowed by some of the situations we've been in and, and losses that we've, that we've occurred with. But, um, I think we have room to improve. It's always good to have room to improve, but I think a lot of guys are individually starting to play better and getting good rhythms. Uh, mentally, it's, I think it's, we're more prepared on that end. I think we went through a lot this season um, on so many different levels. And, uh, you know, last year going into this and going into the playoffs, we felt good and injuries started to happen. And, um, you know, there's so many different things that, that, that played a part, but we kind of had all that hit at certain parts throughout the year. And uh, we've had different lineups, different guys starting, different guys, um, you know, healthy at different parts of the season. So uh, I'm I'm very excited for our guys. I think that uh, mentally we'll be ready to go. And, you know, like I said, this is an exciting, exciting part of the, part of the season. Physically, <clears throat> That was a lot of talk before the season mm -hmm. started. It was like huge. Yeah, I, I feel strong. I feel strong going into this this uh, this postseason, and you know, I felt good last year. Other than the hammy, you know, that was the, the thing. But um, but my body, you know, I've been maintaining my weight, been really you know working hard in the weight room and. Uh, eating right and just doing the things I need to be doing, to, you know, on a daily basis to be consistent to be at this point. So I'm, I'm very proud of, um, you know, having played 70, 70 plus games and, you know, uh, shout out to our staff and everybody that that's really helped out with that. And now I can finally like, you know, no more minutes restrictions, just go out there and, and be thinking about the game and not worrying about, you know, injury or, or anything like that. Guys, you know, this playoff game is kind of really turbulent season this year in terms of guys being available. Is it like, is there any kind of mental edge to being at this point and realizing, okay, aside from Trent, you know, we're more or less, we're. Well, yeah, I think um, for us to go into the playoff series knowing that we have our guys, most of our guys healthy, especially the guys that have been in the rotation. Consistently, it's uh, I mean that's a win for us, and we understand that you know from what we've been through in the last couple of play playoffs uh, in the last few years, and how many different opportunities we could have had, and what could have could have happened uh, had we been healthy. Um, you know, we're doing less thinking about that and more, and now we just you know we got our guys, we got our people. Let's figure out how to beat Dallas. Let's figure out how to win game one. You know, just like just focusing on the moment. Um, and not not the things that are around. There you go. That's Mike Conley. Fourteen points tonight for Mike. Five assists, a couple of rebounds. Um, thought it was uh, important what he said right there. Sh there. Shout out to the training staff on uh, getting Mike uh, through this season uh, he healthy most of the way. We we think about that tumultuous uh, January stretch for the Jazz. The consistent was Mike. You talk about now the the restrictions and everything are going to be off, and he feels good going into the playoffs. That's great news. And the Jazz have done a nice job with his with his strategy for him. Uh, we've seen, you know, most back-to-backs, he's played one. You know, he, he's played a couple, uh, maybe two this year, the back-to-backs. But they've done a nice job of, of limiting those, doing a good job of, of treatment. And I agree. I think the most important thing this year is having everybody and everybody healthy. And Mike called that out there. That, you know, everybody in the rotation is going to be healthy and ready to play. 
And they need Mike. The offense runs better when Mike Conley is running it. And no offense to uh, some of the other ball handlers. I think even Donovan Mitchell would probably concur with that sentiment. He's just uh, so good and, and clutch and uh, even what am I, even tempered, you know, just such a, a, a positive for this Jazz team. And, uh, you know, we still have not seen this Jazz team totally together and everybody playing well and firing maybe ever, but certainly not in the playoffs. I'm so curious to see if they can get everybody going at the same time, how good they can be. And the other thing that Conley does, Jake, is he does a great job of, of getting the Jazz into early offense. We've seen that that's a real advantage the Jazz have when they push the ball up the floor, have shooters everywhere, Rudy running the floor. But Mike's really the catalyst for that. And I think they do their best work in transition when he's out there. So a lot of value he brings. I think, as you said, he's a stabilizer. He sets the table, um, does a great job of handling pressure. But that piece of him pushing the ball up, I think that's as important as anything going into the playoffs. By the way, Frank Vogel uh, is, uh, according to Woj, not going to uh, or has coached his last game with the Lakers and will be told about it on Monday, which is just such a crazy thing. Like Frank doesn't have Twitter, but he has responded. How about this? Uh, And just to slide this in there, because it's classic that he basically has been fired without being told it and still has to do a press conference. He said, quote, I haven't been told bleep (laughs) and I'm going to enjoy tonight's game. We'll deal with tomorrow, tomorrow. I hope they fire LeBron as the GM too. Can that they would do only that? Be fair. Is that possible? Uh, but anyway, not to change the subject. I just uh, I saw that and it's like, can you imagine that uh, somebody reports that you're being fired? The team has not told you. You haven't been told anything, and then you have to be. Hey, Frank, it's your turn to step up to the podium. Terrific, wonderful. Okay, I would add some fun oh. with that tonight. Oh man, that's uh, that is brutal. Uh, and only what uh, one season really well, two seasons, I guess removed from an NBA title. I uh, I, I kind of think, I, if it were me, I'd get up there and talk about Area 51 in depth. Just just off the topic and just, have you ever read the books about it? I mean, it is. It's some wild it's some stuff. wild stuff. And not far from it. I mean, day trip. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get to the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn awards with the Chick-fil-A One app. The Jazz went to the line a ton tonight. 28 of 38 from the line, 74%. Rudy himself went 14 times, 10 of 14. The Trailblazers were just 9 of 12. So the Jazz uh, didn't shoot the ball particularly well, especially early, but uh, were able to kind of buoy that with uh, going to the line a bunch. That was the key. They were not making shots. It would have been easy for them to get frustrated last game of the year and just keep casting shots, but... To their credit, they drove the ball, they got inside, did a great job of, of getting to the line, and that that's really the story of the game. The Jazz were just bigger, stronger, faster, and you know did to this Trailblazers team what you should do. 111-108, your final postgame brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruwiz.com. We'll have more player sound for you coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz win tonight over the Blazers, one eleven to eighty. Post game 
is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. With the win, the Jazz sure up the fifth seed in the West. They'll take on the fourth seed Dallas Mavericks. Game number one of their best of seven series will be Saturday morning. Tip-off will be at 11. Pre-game coverage begins at 10. What a way to get things started. Saturday matinee. Brunch with the NBA playoffs. Yes, please. Yes, please. Sounds wonderful. As I look at the clock, it's 11 P. It is. It'll be like 2 P. Which is uh, just nuts. Plus, I love Saturday day games. NBA basketball when it's still light outside. I mean, it's great. I know it's going to be a road game, but uh, that's that's really, really cool. And I think that, uh, Coach, I think the series against Dallas is going to be a real – it's going to be a fun one, regardless of of Lucas' uh, status. This is going to be a really good matchup. Series are always so interesting. You know, teams make major adjustments. They certainly have a plan going in, and Jazz will spend all week getting that plan in place. Um, but you always have, you know, things that happen in a series and, and kind of unexpected twists and turns that the, the coaches have to kind of handle on the fly. I like, I love that, actually, that the battle between the coaches and kind of see where that goes. Last year, we obviously saw Tyron Lue kind of pull the right strings. But, um, yeah, this Dallas-Utah series should have, you know, it's got star power, certainly got a high-octane offense and good defense. So it should be a really good one to watch. All right, let's go back to Portland. It's time to hear from Rudy Gobert. How do you think you guys match up against Dallas? Um, I think it's a very good basketball team. I think uh, I think we also are a very good basketball team. So uh, you know they they, they play uh, they're a very good defensive team and offensively obviously they they play a very unique style of basketball with Luca and uh, some of the bigs making space the floor and uh, yeah it's a uh, it's a great challenge for us. We're excited. How do you feel about where you guys are in terms of your overall level of play heading this I love where we are. You know, I think it's been a season with a lot of uh, ups and downs, but uh, we won 49 games. So, you know, it's uh, still a pretty, pretty, pretty decent season uh, uh, for us, a regular season. And now it's, uh, you know, I, I thought this year was really uh, a great learning experience for all of us. And I, I think all those challenges that we face uh, really made us better and prepared us better for uh, what's coming next week. So I'm just excited, uh, grateful and excited to be, you know, to, to have the opportunity and uh, uh, we're going to be ready. What kind of things do you think you've learned? Whether, whether it's just yourself or as a team, what have you learned about yourself through this season? I mean, just, just you know, when you get injuries or guys go out and get out, like get injured and uh, a lot of young guys are able to step in, a lot of uh, different lineups, you're able to experience different things also defensively. We faced a lot of different lineups, uh, different style of play, you know, and I feel like, uh, you know, just be able to, to handle adversity, you know, is something that last year, um, it's not fun, but like we we just we're just cruising through the season and we're playing really good basketball. But I personally, I missed like one game or two games last year, um, and and even our team. I mean, we we were just cruising through the season and 
And when we faced adversity in the playoffs, it was kind of like we were already prepared for that. This year, I feel I feel a little different. I feel like we are uh, more mature, and uh, you know, I just I just like a, I just I'm just excited. You know, I like our chances. The last two years, you guys have had significant injuries, either in or going into the playoffs. Uh, up to including, I believe you said that the Cobras series had gone to seven, so you might not have been able to play to get back. This year, really only Trent is the only rotation guy who we might not have available. How much does the health factor kind of play it's huge. you guys can do? I mean, it's huge. Um, well, we saw it last year, obviously, but um, you know, we that's why we put so much emphasis on taking care of ourselves and uh, and and also um, we know that it's not about one game or two games. You know, it's about um, looking better and better throughout the playoffs too. And as we saw in Milwaukee last year, I mean, it's they were down 2-0 and it's Brooklyn. And I think another time they were down 2-0 and they were going to just keep getting better throughout the throughout the series and. And for us, that's our mindset. You know, just uh, taking care of ourselves and be able to be physically ready and mentally ready to uh, just just do it longer than the other team. And and also, obviously, you can always control that. But I think you can control uh, a big part of it is just you know stay stay healthy. How important is it to have guys one show and Daniel? It's mean, uh, huge, you know. It's huge to have guys that um, just come in and put themselves at the service of the team, and they do all the, a lot of little things that really makes everybody else better on the floor, you know, in, in different ways. But I also think it's um, it's contagious, you know, for our team to to, to have guys do what they do, and uh, you know, we're gonna need them. We're gonna need everyone. And, that's the beauty of, of the playoffs is that, you know, you might not play one game, but she might help us win another game. And, you know, it's, it's details that are going to make a difference at the end. Getting back to your point of being, feeling like this you able to handle adversity, how do you feel like the month of March and the schedule that you guys had and just kind of all the big teams you faced have kind of played into that? I mean, it's, um, yeah, we, we lost a lot of games, I mean, 82 games. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, we had some ups and downs, obviously, but we have always tried to embrace, you know, the, the, the good moments, but even more the bad ones. Uh, and even the bad ones, sometimes, uh, it didn't feel good, but it never felt like it was the end of the world because, you know, even the games when we were up 17 and, and we ended up losing, you know, in the fourth, we still have 17. So it's like, there was always some positive to take away from, from those games. And for us, it's, it's all about being able to channel that. And once again, uh, just be able to, to embrace the adversity and, and you know, we get a full opportunity. It's, uh, it's different, it's different, way different than last year, but uh, I just like, sometimes I like being the challenger. I like, I like when people kind of sound in a way. Uh, it's a different kind of mindset, but you can embrace it for sure.
There's Rudy Gobert. Obviously, Rudy feeling very good about his team going into the playoffs, even saying, I like our chances. Yeah, got to be optimistic. And, you know, I think everybody that's talked tonight has talked about how important health is. And that is one of the great things. You know, you brought up the bubble, no Boyan. Um, and, that, and that hurt the Jazz. Last year, no Mike Conley, who was playing. He was an all-star last year. It was awesome. So most important thing, they're healthy. I think they feel good, um, certainly getting a win after the Phoenix game last week. And now it's kind of like a clear slate. You know, it's like one of those etch sketch You shake that thing. You've got a, a completely clean canvas, and you go to work. All right, the Jazz win tonight. They beat the Blazers 111-80. They are now the fifth seed in the Western Conference playoffs. They will take on the Dallas Mavericks in the first round. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru in the My Subaru Is campaign. Uh, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. We'll get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on not only tonight's game, but the 21-22 season as well. Coming up right around the corner, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Hernan Gomez, three right side is good. Wancho having a night. He's got 16. Final regular season play of the game right there from our guy, David Locke. And it's brought to you by Larry H. Miller dealerships for service sales and selection. LHMauto.com driven by you. Jazz win tonight over the Blazers. One eleven to 80. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe with you. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share Mark Miller Subaru. Dot com. If you are just joining us, the Jazz solidify the five seed in the playoffs. They'll take on the four seed Dallas Mavericks. Game one will be Saturday, tip off at 11 o'clock. Luka Doncic uh, left tonight's game for the Mavericks uh, with a calf strain. So we'll uh, be eager to see an update on him uh, coming up tomorrow. But the Jazz got 22 to lead the way from Wancho Hernan Gomez. 8 of 14 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. Also had 8 rebounds and 2 assists. Rudy with a double-double, 18 and 13 uh, rebounds, that is. He had two block shots as well. Mike Conley, 14 and 5 assists. Uh, Jared Butler at 11 coming in off the bench. How about Jordan Clarkson? Didn't shoot it well. He only had 9. But Jordan with 11 boards and 4 assists. He also had 3 steals, found a way to, to really have an impact tonight, uh, even though he wasn't uh, scoring the ball like he normally does. Um this win was never in doubt, really, uh, Coach, but I thought the Jazz at times played well. Yeah, they got off to a bad start, and particularly shooting the ball, and, and sometimes that's a real problem because if you can't score, maybe you don't guard as well. But I thought their defense stayed strong, and they adjusted. Instead of just totally relying on threes, were able to attack the basket, and that's one thing this team's done. They are the number one. They end the, the season as the number one team in free throw rate, so they get the free throw line more than any other team. That's a, that's something we've talked about over, over the last couple of years, that that would be a real advantage. So, um, you know, credit to the Jazz for having lots of different ways to attack teams. But tonight it was that physicality and toughness, getting to the rim, getting to the line that, uh, that held this one away. All right, Coach Lacombe, for the final time this regular season, let's get some final thoughts to you, uh, from you on this one before we turn the page to playoff time. Well, the season itself, I, I thought that you used the perfect word in the pregame. It, it has been a challenge. Nothing has gone exactly the way that you would hope, and I think a lot of that has to do with the interchangeable parts. Um, but there is good that came from that. I think 
the Jazz have been able to get a look at a lot of roster players, and many of them in minutes maybe they wouldn't have gotten to see them. Uh, Wancho again tonight comes in. You know, I just like a guy who can make shots and who doesn't need the basketball but will go guard his position, rebound the basketball, and make the easy plays. And I think the Jazz have found a couple of guys that can do that. Um, you know, it's uh, it's I guess we're Trent Forrest away right now from having a completely healthy lineup, which is great news. Uh, but I'm I'm so excited for the playoffs because this is what this team has been playing for. Um, I, and make no mistake, I think all year long their mindset has been we're going to get to the playoffs, and certainly now we know we're going to have to beat the Mavericks. And if they can beat the Mavericks, the Suns more than likely be waiting. Um, but I, but I'm all here for it. I'm excited. Eighty two games down. Uh, and now clear that slate, and let's start the playoffs up next Saturday. Very exciting. Very exciting, no doubt. We want to say a big thanks to not only everybody who helped on the broadcast tonight, but all regular season long. Top-notch work from everybody. Of course, David Locke and Ron Boone doing what they do terrifically well. Thanks to all of our broadcast assistants. Thanks to Jeff Carroll. Great job, Jeff. Finishes his first season as executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller Subaru for being here with us all season long in the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Coach Lacombe, man, it's been a fun year. Can't wait for the playoffs. Well, you're a pro, man. It's been awesome working alongside you. We have had a lot of fun and laughed a lot. Uh, I echo the sentiments on Jeff. He was a 10-day guy. You know, he was on a 10-day we decided to sign him, and I think he's done fabulous work. I don't want. Hopefully, he's not listening to me, uh, but he's done fabulous work. A, a resident New Englander, glad to have him aboard. Absolutely, one eleven to eighty is your final. The Jazz beat the Blazers. Next time we talk to you uh, for a Jazz broadcast, it'll be playoff time. The Jazz Mavericks Saturday morning tip off at eleven. Pre-game coverage begins at ten, and you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.